Quick disclosure, what I'm going to be discussing in this episode is a subject that is likely to encounter some contention in the dental community. We're going to be talking about bugs, bacteria, the good and the bad bacteria that live in and on our bodies. Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Oscar Merrin and I am a dentist in the Los Angeles area. I have two dental offices, one in West Covina and a second one in the city of Brea. I'm also the host of this podcast, Marin Dental Media, which is a space where I talk about dental health and general well-being. Most episodes are about 10 minutes short and I discuss information that is relevant to the health of your mouth and your overall health. So if you think you can spare 10 minutes of your busy schedule to get information that will enable you to make better decisions about your health in general, then join us and of course, feel free to share these with your friends and loved ones. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Marin Dental Media, the podcast for dental health and general well-being. I'm Dr. Oscar Marin. Today I'm happy to announce that we have one more practitioner joining our team. His name is Dr. Paul Quinto, and he's a second-generation dentist that comes with a very strong clinical background developed through his years in practice and his dental training at Loma Linda School of Dentistry. And he loves restoring people's smiles. So a big welcome to Dr. Quinto to our team. Back to our episode. So let's face it, when it comes to bacteria, we are outnumbered. As a matter of fact, some research estimates that there could be up to 10 bugs per each human cell in our bodies. The good news is that most of the bugs that live in our bodies are good. One fact that might help us understand the relationship that we have with bacteria is that when human species developed on Earth about 150,000 years ago, Bacteria have been living on this planet for hundreds of millions of years, mastering the game of adaptation by living with and on reptiles, then on mammals, and ultimately moving on to us humans. Under normal circumstances, these communities of bacteria that live in our body are interacting with each other and helping us maintain a healthy environment. So in a way, they're like a very well-trained and synchronized maintenance crew. Bugs that live in our body are known as the human microbiome. That's why the community of bacteria that lives in our mouths is called the oral microbiome. These little critters are part of a highly specialized ecosystem, which means they have adapted to the specific moist environment of the mouth, and like any other living organisms in nature, it's continuously working to survive, multiply, and if possible, move into new areas. Because we have been living with bacteria for so long, we have become mutually dependent on each other. That means that we could not survive without bacteria. They're one more system of our body, like the cardiovascular system or our nervous system. They communicate with each other through chemicals in the environment and through messengers that travel through the blood. Just so you can get an idea of the size of the human microbiome, the human brain has about 100 billion cells and it weighs roughly three pounds. There are an estimated 40 trillion bacteria living in an adult human body, and it is believed that the microbiome can weigh up to five pounds. That is close to a small newborn baby. New technology allows researchers to take a snapshot of the families of bacteria that live in your mouth and determine if they're friendly or disease-causing bacteria. When you have a major shift in the proportions of good versus bad bacteria, this is known as dysbiosis. And since your mouth is a continuously changing environment that is affected by many different factors like your diet, 
stress and hormones, an imbalance in any of these factors could mean a negative shift in the kind of bacteria that live in your mouth. If a friendly family of bacteria disappears, usually it is replaced by a bad family of bugs. In nature, a change in the key players of any ecosystem usually has negative implications for the rest of the species. For example, if we take honeybees out of our ecosystem, we cut out the pollinators, which means we lose plants and trees, and as a result, birds go away and pests would kill the crops affecting mammals' food supply, including us humans. Some factors that may contribute to changes in your oral microbiome are poor nutrition, poor dental hygiene, certain medical conditions, especially those that decrease your immune response, stress, of course, because it triggers a cascade of negative changes, medications, especially over-prescription of antibiotics, and indiscriminate use of antimicrobial and disinfecting agents, and also the consumption of alcohol. The ultimate goal of any organism is survival, and once a species takes over an organ or tissue, it will do anything possible to keep that environment adequate for reproduction of species of its kind. In other words, if humans conquer another planet where life without water and oxygen is not possible, we will change the environment by finding sources of water and oxygen so more humans can live there. Now, as I mentioned before, we have bacterial species that live in our skin, our gut, and our mouth, and every area has bacteria that has evolved to function in that specific environment. When we talk about specifically the mouth of a healthy individual, at any given point, we have about three to 400 different families of bacteria living there. Try not to think about that next time you're kissing someone. A minor change like the common cold, where your immune system response decreases, creates changes in your microscopic tenants and their behavior. The mouth environment becomes more acidic, which destroys some of the good guys, makes some of them turn to the dark side and promotes reproduction of bad bacteria. When someone gets braces, for example, we are introducing many new elements that promote irritation, nooks and crannies for bacteria to multiply out of sight and out of reach. Braces overall benefits far outweigh the disadvantages, but people who get braces must understand that the changes being introduced to the mouth environment may create sometimes irreversible damage if not managed properly with good hygiene habits and diet. Unfortunately, the alternative, which is living with crooked teeth, also facilitates the collection of buildup and the growth of bacteria. Stress is another factor that has a direct impact with damage to the support structures of the teeth because of teeth grinding and clenching. But also because stress triggers a cascade of abnormal hormone production and a release of chemical messengers into the blood, creating a drop in your immune response. These changes could create anything from a viral infection flare-ups, in the form of cold sores to opportunistic fungal and bacterial infections like candida, a common microscopic tenant of the mouth. It's not unusual to see patients that develop opportunistic yeast infections when they take antibiotics that kill the very bacteria that under normal circumstances would prevent the spread of this yeast. In the mouth when someone develops gum disease, there is a definite shift in the kind of bacteria that live there. That is why one of the goals of treating the gum disease is to eliminate calcified tartar deposits where harmful bacteria can multiply, but mainly we're trying to create an environment that invites good bacteria to move back in to assist the patient's organism in the recovery process. These days we use prescription strength irrigation to flush away all the bad bacteria and its toxic waste. 
We can also use lasers to disinfect the area below the gum line, microdoses of slow-release antibiotics that can painlessly be tucked under the gum and stay there for up to two weeks, and orally taking medication that aims at preventing the loss of bone that develops with a gum infection. In summary, in the field of microbiology, which is the study of microscopic living creatures, we are barely starting to scratch the surface. There is a new understanding of the complex world of these bugs and how they can help us develop more effective treatments for dental and medical conditions without the use of antibiotics that completely decimate our microbiome, leaving us at risk of developing opportunistic infections. What if, instead of killing all the bacteria indiscriminately, we could harvest the friendly bacteria and deploy its troops to help us get rid of the bad ones? Well, that's already being done. Some patients with long-standing medical conditions are being treated by receiving a dose of friendly bugs harvested from a healthy person, and the results are pretty amazing. If you like to learn more about this subject, that I find fascinating, you can do a quick search for microbiome on Google or YouTube and help spread the word. At West Covina Smiles and Smile Design Advanced Dentistry in Brea, we're on a mission to help as many people as we can regain control of their dental health. I am currently conducting Zoom meetings with anyone interested in getting acquainted. This is not a dental appointment, it is just a space where you and your loved ones get to have a conversation with me and ask questions before you decide if we're the right practice to meet your dental needs. To schedule a getting acquainted Zoom meeting, or if you have questions about this podcast, you can call us at 626-810-5000 in West Covina, or 714-529-2626 in the city of Brea. For more information, you can also visit our website, drmarin.com. The word doctor is spelled out, that is D-O-C, T-O-R-M-A-R-I-N.com or write us to dentalmedialibrary at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and until next time.